0: Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karan Bhatia. I am Karan Bhatia speaking to Keith, one-time Thurman. Keith, you just came off of your win against Mario Barrios. You improved to 33-1 and one with 22 KOs. After the fight, I know you said you graded yourself a C plus, B-, minus, and you said you kind of treated him like a sparring partner. Now that it's been a few days, how do you look back on your performance, and is there anything that you would have done differently in your performance?
1: It's, it's interesting, you know, because you, you work so hard to prepare for one night. You know, on that night, um there's no guarantee um how you're really gonna feel you know you got a little bit of time backstage you gotta get your mind right, get your body right um, but it was a great fight overall uh I was happy to be back in the ring uh he was very poised um seemed like he was more interested in counter punching. I didn't really expect that I expected a a young hungry fighter to uh, uh come in and be a little bit more active, especially since he has a good jab. I thought he would try to work behind the jab. um, Maybe try to control me with the jab a little bit. But when I saw how flat-footed he was approaching, um, I just knew that I'd be able to do everything that I wanted to do in there. Uh, So I did that. You know, eventually, I just, after rocking him early on, I decided to uh, to box a little bit more because he was tough. He was standing up to the punches. Even though he was rocked, uh, he got his hands up pretty well. I was trying to bait him into making more mistakes. He was being way too conservative, which uh, minimized his overall mistakes. Um, so, all in all, I just thought it was a, a good fight. He's a durable fighter. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I wonder what else we can do. There
0: was a lot made about the gloves. I know that. Uh... He wanted 10 ounce gloves. You would have preferred eight ounce gloves. Would that have made a difference? And do you feel that you would have gotten a stoppage had the gloves been different?
1: You can argue anything on that note. You know, I don't like talking about things that don't matter, you know, Um, because it's not what happened in the fight. At the end of the day, uh, he was hurt. If I would have been able, uh, if I would have just committed more, I think I would have been able to get him out of there, period. So I think I just need to commit more uh, when I'm working. I said in my post-fight conference, I blame my sparring partners. Um, I think throughout the years, uh, I just found a way to be a nice guy, kind of you hit people and you let them breathe a little too much um, instead of really uh, taking the last ounce of them out before they can recover and, and end the fight quicker. You know, I have 22 knockouts for a reason. I started my professional career with eight consecutive first KOs and TKOs, so I know what it takes to uh, get a fighter out of there. And, it, and it's a very special mindset. and It's a very forceful approach into the energy that you put behind every single one of your punches. Uh, but obviously, with maximum effort, becomes maximum reward. Uh, but I just think I need to just put in a little bit more of that max effort that might Tyson in nature um, that real raging bull. And uh, I think I can uh, get more knockouts later on uh, in my career and uh, keep one time thermos nine time when it comes to that uh, KO potential.
0: And we know that uh, you've quoted uh, Phil Ivey in terms of having that poker face, and we usually see you poised in there. Uh, but of course, in the eighth round, you got hit with the body shot. It looked like you spit out the mouthpiece to get some air, it seemed like it was similar to what happened against Pacquiao later on, late in that fight. I believe it was the 10th round in that fight. Is that what happened? Was it kind of a similar situation? And is that anything that you have to be aware of going, going forward? I know that you said, even in the locker room when you put the chest guard on, it, it hurt a little bit. So is that something that, that you're gonna keep an eye on going forward?
1: I mean, I I wonder why my stomach hurt before the fight, but um, it could have something to do. I'm gonna to talk to some of my nutrition people. It could have something to do with um, the way I eat after the weigh-ins. Um, might be an overload on my liver after being clean for so long. So I just have to address that. But, you know, a good a good body shot's a good body shot no matter what. You know, um, a liver shot is a vulnerable to spot in the body, especially when you lean out and you don't have fat protecting your rib cage no more. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, man, a good shot's a good shot. Sean Porter made a statement that Mario Barrios likes to counter punch to the body, likes to let his opponents come in on the way out. He likes to throw two, three punches down to the body. You know, he tried to do some combination punching. I expected more combinations, better combinations, but you know, um, after being hit by me early on, I'm pretty sure he was hesitant, similar to. Um, Danny Garcia not really wanting to wake up till the eighth round or whatnot. You know, uh, I think Barrios was in a similar situation being hit by my power early on. Uh, but you know, at the end he definitely showed heart. He, uh, he had good conditioning this fight and, um, you know, they, they, they fought smart, but they just didn't fight hard enough.
0: And you won every uh, – you won a unanimous decision, 118-110 on two scorecards, one in 17 to 111. It was definitely a dominant performance. You came out strong. We heard at the end of the fight that you actually had tried to bet on yourself, uh, but they they didn't take the cashier's check. So what was the reason they wouldn't accept your bet? And, and what was the bet? Were you going to bet on yourself straight up? Were you going to bet on the KO? What were you trying to bet there?
1: Oh, yeah, you got to bet the knockouts, man. You got to bet the uh... – you got to bet the uh... – the high risk, high reward. You know, you're in Vegas, baby. You got to play. Got to play the game. But um, first round knockout was like fifty to one, so I would have put something on that. And then, you know, I, at least I would swing. You know, I, I'd, I'd swing like at least two to three times just for the record books. You know, just knowing I put some money down. You know, what three thousand on fifty to one? to so one hundred fifty thousand. You know, of a new car. No, I mean so I was trying to I was just trying to have some fun. Uh obviously I've never stayed here at this casino, uh, but they're an MGM affiliate. So all I really had to do is make a phone call ahead of time, get some arrangements done. It would have made it uh, a lot easier to get my bets in. Uh I, I know better next time. Uh so at the end of the day, it is what it is. And when I left the bookie, I said, Well, you don't got no money down, so you don't have to put no gusto on anything. Just box hard, box smart, and uh whatever happens tonight, happens. Fuck it. Let's not worry about nothing. And um, but you know, I had them rocked early. I would have been had I would have had money down early. And you don't know no, I might have swung for the dough, you know. So I like to play games, man. Um it's 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 a sport, uh, you know. You always have to bet on yourself if you're going to bet. So it is what it is, man. I just love the sport of boxing. Um, And sometimes the fight fan and the fighter want to participate at the same time. And And that's why I go to the bookie like
0: and you were out of this sport for about two and a half years. And I think everyone's excited that, that you're back in the sport. The division was evolving without you. And I know that must've been tough to see on the sidelines. Now you're right back in the mix. Obviously the question is who's next. I know that you've said you want the title holders, it looks like Spence and Ugas are going to uh, fight each other. Uh, we know that Crawford's out there. Boots Ennis has been named. Um, so what would be your ideal scenario? Would you want the Spence-Ugas fight to play out and see who wins that? Would you want to fight Crawford and then maybe fight the winner of that fight? And also, how do you see the Spence-Ugas fight playing out as well?
1: Well, right now, you know, it's still just too early in the year, you know. Um, my, my fight is one of the first me coming back into the welterweight division at the start of 2022. You know, things have moved and pieces are going to shift. A few more pieces are going to shift before I'm back in the ring, no matter what. So boxing is just one of those things. Like where we don't have schedules. Everything's up for negotiation. You know, that's why Crawford, people talk about Crawford, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'd be trying to tell everybody. It's real simple with keep coming. You can talk whatever you want. You can go on 100 interviews. None of that matters. Where's my contract? How do you want to do business? You know? Write it up. Write it up. That's all I got to say.
0: <laughs> of course, we want to see that fight come together. We want to see you also face uh, Spencer Ugas' winner. That would be another great fight. Um, your last time out, two and a half years ago, we know you fought the great Manny Pacquiao. Yep. Uh, I was really impressed by your performance against Pacquiao. I've said that uh, many times, especially in round one before the knockdown. I think I think you really brought it to Pacquiao. You won one of the scorecards. Uh, when Pacquiao retired, what what were your thoughts there? Were you uh, you know happy to see the legend go out, or were you a little bit upset because knowing that you wouldn't get a crack at that of you know that rematch?
1: I effed up, bro. That's it, man. You know? It happens. It happens to human beings. You know? I mean, it happens to athletes, movie stars, other sports figures. But at the end of the day, it happens to politicians. (laughs) You know? We we, be effing up, man. So, 2019 just wasn't my best year. Um... Just have a great mindset, a great focus, uh, a great g- group of people with me back at home. Uh and I just want to maximize uh this this year, twenty twenty two. Um, stay busy as a fighter. That's more important, you know. Um, it's not like this fight is really the fight that I wanted, uh, but it was it was a good fight to make happen and come back and perform for the fans and and get some momentum going, you know. So for me, momentum is key, uh, but of course I want big fights, and sooner or later they will uh, manifest, uh, hopefully later this year.
0: And and that leads me to my final question. I know you're on a well-deserved vacation now, so I'm going to get you out of here with this. I uh, appreciate your time. So looking ahead here, we talked about the people that you want. Um, you know, you've been in this game for a long time. You, you turned pro in 2007. It's been about 15 years. Do you have a roadmap in front of you of the, the the things that you still want to achieve in boxing and what you were going to have to do going forward to, to eventually when you say, oh, okay, I got to call it a day. Is that going to be based on your body? Is that going to be based on what, if you hit those goals that you have in mind, what, what is the, what does the future look like for Keith Thurman?
1: I've been calling it a day. Definitely has a, uh, everything to do on the body. Um, when it comes to the weight division, become the unified, um, undisputed champion, you know, I've already been a unified champion, but being the undisputed champion, uh, would be the highest accolade that there is out there. But, you know, most importantly, what I love to do is, uh, entertain and do my best to bring you guys some of the most exciting fights of the welterweight division. So I, I want all my fights to be exciting. Um, And I think just the way that I fight, that, you know, to a certain degree, all of my fights are exciting. But I also want to make those big fights, those super fights and those mega fights that uh, the fight fans really love, appreciate, and uh, pushes me to the limit and and challenges me as a fighter. We know uh, Keith, one time Thurman has been beaten one time. Who's going to beat me two times? Is there another fighter that will ever beat me? Like I said, I messed up in 2019. I don't see that I'm a defeated fighter. I don't feel like I was defeated by Manny Pacquiao was a split decision. So at the end of the day, you know, I wanna know if there's anybody who can defeat Keith Thurman out there. So I love a challenge, I love great fights, and that's what I'm looking forward to in this beautiful welterweight division. There's a lot of great matchups out there.
0: And I think everyone agrees that the welterweight division is better with you in it, and, and it's good to see you active. Enjoy vacation. Well-deserved. I want to thank you so much for the time and I hope to see you soon and hope to see you in the ring soon as well.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for all the love and support. One time back, baby. Let's go. (laughs) And
0: that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at ATE underscore podcast. That's on Instagram. And Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan at on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karin Bhatia. Uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's ask the experts pod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts.
1: Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.